God is glorified when you are prospering. God is honored when you are prospering. That's why he will do everything to ensure that you prosper. But you must do your part to prosper. What is the foundation of our prosperity that we're looking at today? We have seen obedience. We have seen that you must walk in the fear of the Lord to prosper. The fear of the Lord is key. Nobody can access God's blessing in this kingdom without walking in the fear of the Lord. Without honoring God from your heart, from your soul. Without living a life that honors God both within and without. People who live a hypocritical life cannot prosper. God cannot bless them. Amen. I see that many of you when you are coming to church, you behave like a Christian on Sunday. But on Monday, you are not a Christian. On Tuesday, you are not a Christian. On Wednesday, you are not a Christian. You only behave religious on Sunday morning. God does not bless hypo, hypo, hypocritical life. He only blesses life that honors him. Many of you, they don't even know you are a believer where you walk. <laughs> you are only a believer because you are in TCC on Sunday morning. No, that's not life. When you are coming to church on Sunday, you will look like a Christian. You will dress like you dress properly. You don't even use makeup when you are coming on Sunday morning. <laughs> you don't use makeup. You are you look very gentle, very very gentle and very humble when you are coming to church on Sunday. And you wear you tie your head. You wear normal clothes. You wear normal something. Some of you what you are wearing outside the church, you are not a Christian. The clothes you are wearing outside the church, <laughs> God will have mercy on you. But when you are coming to church now, you wear skirts that will. That will be flowing. It will be, it will be following you. Follow me. The skirt will follow you at the back. Follow you at the back. We'll be, we'll be dragging like a, a wedding gown. Follow you at the back. But outside there, once you are not in the church, you open everything. That's not Christianity. That's not what, you see, your real you is who you are when nobody's looking at you. And that's what God will use to bless you or judge you. Not what you pretend to look like when you're in the church. Because you know, for instance, in this church, we don't accept certain things. We have values in this ministry that we follow. So when you are not coming to church, you behave like a, since you say you must, as a worker, you must wear decent clothes. You now wear, you dress decently. Now we now say wear suit. You now wear suit. Wear skirt school. You wear skirt suit. Wear trouser suit. You wear trouser suit. But out there is mini, micro, not just mini, micro, double mini. You are deceiving yourself. God does not bless deceit. He bless truthfulness. God does not bless deceit. He bless sincerity. Be straightforward. Be sincere in your service to God. Is somebody hearing me right now? Don't be like this. Don't come to church and when they say lift up holy hand, lift up holy hand. But out there, once you leave this gate right now, a man is coming to carry you and carry you around for weekend. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God blesses those who walk in his fear. Psalm 112 verse 1. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man that feared the Lord. The man that feared the Lord, not the man that come to church. The man that feared, if every man will fear God, you won't have a problem with any family. I'm telling you. You won't have, have any problem with any home. If every woman will fear God, no problem with you. And that's what we are teaching here. You have me hear me talk about marriage. You know why I don't talk about it? If you take the word you are hearing and you receive the fear of the Lord you are hearing, you won't slap your wife. You won't abuse your wife. You won't treat your wife anyhow. No. If you walk in the fear of the Lord, my friend, while you are there at home, your conscience is guiding you. There are things that you will not say. There are things that will not come out of your mouth. Joshua chapter 25, verse 14 and 15. Joshua 24, sorry, 14 and 15. You serve the Lord in, the, in fear and in sincerity and in truth. There are people that come to church here, for instance. When they come to church, we all take Holy Communion together. But outside there, they are, work, they are alcoholic. They drink like drinking. Is somebody hearing me right now? You see them, they come to church, or they come, we're all wearing suit here now this morning. Now. But when you get there, you see what they are drinking. You see them carrying hot drinks around, carrying beer. They drink them. And now you can carry a beer or a drink in a Coke, in a Coke bottle. Nobody will know what you are drinking, but that's what you are drinking. You carry that red, that's red, uh, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Praise the Lord. That red, 
uh, what do you call it? That red uh, cup. That red cup, paper cup, you carry it. But inside that cup is something that should not be in your mouth as a believer. I got born again 35 years ago plus. I used to drink since the day I got born again. I never tasted alcohol. From the first day, I said, Jesus, come into my heart. That was the last day I tasted beer in my life or tasted anything alcohol. Why are you deceiving you now come to church. Some of you will be doing, you will do ceremony. When you are doing ceremony, you know that you are going to display. You will display so that your friends are coming from the office. You won't invite pastor. You won't invite us. You will make sure the church is not aware. Because you know, you say, you know, I have some friends, they won't understand. They don't drink Martina. They don't drink uh, Mortad Guinness. It's this hot drink they must drink. God will deliver you today. I'm happy you are saying amen. Be sincere. I enter into one of my cousin's place one day and I saw them drinking belly. Belly. I said, remove this from the table now. Ah, they said they want to do it. I said, no, not while I'm here. Not why I'm here. Oh, yeah, serve everybody, Mother Guinness. They say, we are not drinking. Well, you will drink today because I'm, when I finish, you can do whatever you want to do. You are sincere. How dare you as a believer? Can you imagine? As a believer, you are using your money to buy alcohol. Say so you are doing bad day. You are buying alcohol because you have unbelieving friends. You are buying alcohol for them. You are not born again. I'm happy you are quiet. Please stay quiet and let it enter into you. You are not born again. You set a special tent for TCC members and workers. And you now set another special one inside in a room. That one, when they enter there, there are special drinks that only you and the devil arrange. Thank you, Jesus, for speaking to us today. That's not Christianity, my friend. Can you imagine me having a bad day? Having a wedding ceremony? And then they are serving alcohol there. No. Even if you are my friend and you try it, you can't even try it. You can't even try it. When you come to my program, you get born again there. Is somebody hearing me right now? You get born again there. That should be the desire of everyone. You are doing a program. Any program you are doing, whether wedding ceremony, whether burial ceremony, whether naming ceremony, your ultimate purpose is, look, I want souls to be born again here. So you bring a pastor there who will preach salvation message. That's it. Last month we had the pleasure of, being, of burning our sage, sage Petrach, almost 80 years, Baba Ezekiel of CPM. And Pastor Debe was there preaching at that service. And in that service, a lot of people gave their lives to Christ. That is the essence of ceremony. Not to now do one ceremony and you now gather people together. You are now dancing and dancing and you are drinking yourself happy, drinking yourself to devil and going to hell without knowing and you are deceiving yourself. When you now come to church on Sunday, you clean your mouth. When they say lift up on you and say hallelujah. That's why the hallelujah is not very is not very straightforward in your mouth. God will slap your mouth very soon. Stop it and clean up. Stop it and clean up. Be sincere. Be straightforward. Stop living a life of deceit. Live a life of fear God. I had an uncle many years ago who was a committed member in the in apostolic church. He was an elder in the church. But every night we come back from the church, he must drink Guinness. Thank God Guinness is across, of, across us here. And you know what? He would just send, many of us here, he would send up for the children, say, put it inside the cellophane black and go and buy it. Nobody must see it. And then we enter the room and shack himself. And then Sunday we get to the elder, welcome. He died a mysterious death. 
one don't deceive God. You die in the serious death. They could not trace his death. They could not trace his corpse. You can't live a life of deceit and not pay for it. Please, get serious, everybody. Get serious. Stop deceiving yourself. I may not see you. I'm not even looking for your fault anyway. I'm not looking for you. I'm just here to be a helper of your joy. Is somebody hearing me right now? Telling you the truth. The truth. Live a life that honors God where you live. Live a life that honors God where you work. Live a life that honors God in the church. I know when you come to this church anyway, you behave. You behave yourself. But outside there, where nobody knows you, behave well. Is somebody hearing me right now? It's good you are hearing and hearing today. I pray for you today that the spirit of the fear of the Lord will enter everyone here today in the name of Jesus Christ. What is the foundation we are looking at today? Dedication. When you are sold out to God, you have qualified yourself to access God's blessing. Every dedicated man, dedicated woman, prosper. Psalm 34 verse 10. The young lion, they lack and they suffer hunger. But those who seek the Lord shall not want anything good. Those who seek God, they will want. They will not lack. That's what the Bible is saying there. So, the cure to lack is to be committed to seeking the Lord. That's what they call dedication. Psalm 37 verse 4. He said, delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desire of your heart. Delight yourself in him. Delight yourself in him. Be sold out to him. Delight yourself in him. He will give you your heart desire. Matthew 6, 33. He says, seek you first the kingdom of God. Let his kingdom come first in all your dealings. Let his kingdom come first in all your life. Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. All these things, 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 things that others are looking for shall be added to your life. They come as addition. Prosperity come as addition. Financial favor come as addition. Let me tell you how I got, I got God helped me to start growing spiritually when I got born again. When I got born again, I would always ask a question for myself, for my, by myself. When I dress, because I used to dress like I was a rascal. Is somebody hearing me right now? I can. I used to wear rings on all these fingers. I can wear. When you see me, you know that this is a rascal. <laughs> One of my friends looked at me one day and said, if you are not born again, you will have been a problem to Nigeria. And he was right. You don't know the pastor you have. You don't know what God has done with my life. God changed my life. Put your hands together for Jesus. You have rings on all the fingers. You have ring there. Then you have bead here on the neck. Women bead, not uh, men's bead. Carrying all around. Then I will ask myself, would Jesus dress the way I'm dressed? Ask myself. One day I asked myself, I said, would Jesus dress the way I'm dressed? I answered myself, no. So I put my hand on the bead and I pull it, destroy it. That's how my life changed. You can't see decency in my dressing before. But I will ask myself, would Jesus be glorified the way I'm dressed? You need to be asking yourself that question. Will Jesus talk the way you are talking? Will he slap somebody? Will he get angry unnecessarily? Ask yourself. When you are dedicated, that means you are living for God inside out. You are breathing in God. You are breathing out God. You are sold out. You are addicted to God. Anybody that sees you, see God in your life. They look at you and they say, oh my God, this is another Jesus. Amen. This is another Jesus. They see Christ in your world. They see Christ in your deeds. They see Christ in your family. They see Christ in your dealings. I read a book a few days ago about somebody from Kaduna who came to buy something from Lagos. And he was returning to Kaduna and got to the airport and noticed that they mistakenly gave him more money than his change. He realized that at least not that this ceremony was added to his money that was not his own. He left the airport, went back and returned the money. Somebody else will come to church and give testimony. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God just favor me. 
Amen. And then we'll clap our hands. Be sincere. Be dedicated. The, man, the owner of the business had to take a letter. wrote a letter to his pastor. I said, I've never seen a believer like this. I don't know if we have Christians like this in this country. You are breathing in God. You are breathing out God. You are genuinely dedicated to God. Sold out to God. God coming first in all that you do. That is the secret of all the men and women in scripture that God blessed. Dedication. It was the secret of Abraham. Abraham lived a life of absolute obedience. Absolute dedication. Anyone that saw Abraham knew that Abraham was genuinely dedicated. Because with that dedication, you can't hear a word and say, go to a place I will show you and you are traveling to a place you don't know. It took dedication to do that. That means you are committed to obey God. Absolutely. You are committed to obey God totally. That was the secret of Daniel. The Bible said they couldn't find the fault with Daniel. Daniel chapter 6, verses 4 and 5. Nobody could find, they tried to find the fault against Daniel. They couldn't find anything against him because of his commitment and dedication. A law came, nobody should pray to any other God. Daniel said, not me. Dedication. Open this window and pray three times a day to his God. Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. Some of us here today, any small thing, look at it now. Thank God for the rain falling. Even rain will stop some people from coming to church. Rain. If you are dedicated, nothing can stop you. You, I mean, if you are going to work, that is rain. Won't you go to work? Won't you go? Answer me now. Won't you go? If you have a business appointment somewhere and rain is falling, won't you go? Talk to me. You will go. The way you are dedicated to your work, if you be dedicated the same way to God, my friend, your story will change. Your story will change. They say resume 7 a.m. by 6 a.m. you are there. You don't get there late. Amen? If you approach your God like that, things will turn around for you. That's what they call dedication. Not giving God the leftover in your life, leftovers. Leftover time, leftover money, leftover strength. Some people start serving God when they have retired. <laughs> when they are tired. When they have retired them, when they are working, they have spent enough years and they say, look, you are tired, go home. They now start serving. That's when they want to come to ministry. God is not looking for tired people. You serve God in the day of your youth. Is somebody hearing me right now? Dedication, dedication means you are sold out to God. Everybody can see that you are dedicated. Until people call you Baba Jesus, Mama Jesus, they look at you and say, are you the one that killed Jesus, my friend? You are not dedicated yet. I'm not dedicated. And until people begin to see fault in your commitment, ah, ah, where are you going too far? Are you the pastor? Pastor, will be your daughter. Pastor, will be your son. You are not dedicated yet. Your dedication will attract criticism. If nobody is talking against you, you are not dedicated. <laughs> if nobody is speaking against you, you are not dedicated. You want to win the love of everybody, commendation of everybody, you are not dedicated. If you are truly dedicated, people will talk. They will talk where you live. They will talk where you work. Your family member will even talk against you and say, ah, ah. My a cousin one day called and called and called and called to talk to me here in Lagos. And then when she couldn't, couldn't get to me, he called my media senior sister. He said, we have been trying Reverend, no, we are not. He said, ah, see, Reverend is like that. <laughs> he said, Reverend is like that. You can't get Reverend like that. He said, anytime you try Reverend like that, just send SMS to Reverend. You may not get him. And they are not lying. My junior sister came from Abuja one day and came to church here, was coming from Abuja Street, and came here around 3 p.m., 3, 4 p.m., when she came, I asked her, I said, why are you coming to church? Church closed in the morning. I said, they told me, if I want to see you, I can only see you in church. That's dedication. They know where I stay. They know where I live. Is somebody hearing me right now? No, they, won't see, they will see me in Biapalo. Some of you are complaining your wife is going to the Biapalo. Your wife is coming to church too much. Your husband is coming to church. You better thank God your husband is coming to church. If your husband is going to Biapalo every night, is that better? Talk to me, Women answer me. 
So if your husband is coming to church, please encourage him. Keep going. Don't say, how come you are going to church every time? Every time you are going to church, 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 church. You better thank God. At least he's coming to church. There are people that go, they are so dedicated to be a palo. They are always there. Every evening, they must mark register. They are coming from work. They will branch there. Is somebody hear me? They are coming from work. They, they will branch there. I have one that I always pass. It. Every night you see vehicle parker there. They must mark register. They are doing service in case you are not aware. Because when they get there, we say service. They call for service. And service will bring. They say, what do you want? Three out three, uh, this one, so four, four, so and so, so. If unbelievers can be committed to attending their service every night. Somebody was saying one day, ah, must you be coming to church every day? People who go to Bia Palo go there every day, in case you are not aware. They are going there now this evening. Once rain stops, they are going there. If you go to London, you see people drinking beer, alcohol, early in the morning. 6 a.m., 7 a.m., you see them in the, in the, in the, drinking early in the morning. So if people could be dedicated to things like that, my friend, you, dedication to God will change your life. Dedication to God will change your life. Daniel chapter 6, verse 28. And this Daniel prospered. He prospered because of his dedication. When you empty yourself into God, God will fill your life with his blessing. You didn't hear that? When you empty your life, you empty yourself into God, God will fill your life with his blessing. Luke chapter 1 verse 53. Be a soul winner. Be sold out to the kingdom. Let everybody know your primary aim for life is soul winning. Quickly, let's move to number two. Number two foundation for kingdom wealth is faithfulness. You are faithful where you are and faithful with what God has given to you. Chapter 20 to Proverbs 20. A faithful man shall abound with blessing. But he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. You are faithful. You are faithful. You are faithful. Until you manage well, manage your business well, manage your finance well, God cannot give you more. It is good management that makes God to bless you the more. Faithfulness. Many of you are not faithful with your money, with the blessing of God upon your life. You spend money anyhow. You spend money anyhow because you are not accountable to anybody. There is nothing you have that you have not received from God. Therefore, you must honor God in all your dealings. 1 Corinthians 4, verse 7. John chapter 3, verse 20, 27. God will always test you before he gives you a financial testimony. God will always prove you before he promotes you financially. He will test the little, little money he's bringing across your way. Are you faithful? Some of us have no account. You spend money anyhow. Salary come like this. Boah. In fact, before the salary comes, you have finished the salary. Praise the Lord. Finish the salary. Some of us have a place where you are buying food regularly. Your name is there for credit. Number six. Once you come, you buy food, they will record your name. Record your name every time. At the end of the month, you go and balance the money. And when you balance them, you do carry over for the following month. God will deliver you today in the name of Jesus Christ. You will prosper. I said you will prosper. Be faithful. With the finances, God is blessing you with. Don't spend money anyhow. When your salary comes to your hand, your income, give God the first place by paying your tithe. Let God guide you in allocation of your money. Don't, that is your money does not mean you can spend anyhow because God and in this kingdom, God entrusts wealth into your hand. It's entrusted. Kingdom wealth is entrusted into your hand. If you misbehave with it, it takes it from you. And give it to somebody who will manage it well. That's the parable of the dollar. Matthew chapter 25, from verse 14 to 30. I'm sure you have seen people who used to have, we don't have again. Because they never managed the finance well. And so God took it from them and gave somebody who will manage it well. Well, grace to be faithful, receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. God always bless those who are faithful to Him, faithful in money. Faithful in small things. Faithful in other people's things. 
Luke 16, verse 10 to 12. I had the privilege of being a driver for some years, and I loved it. I was the driver to my pastor for several years. I drove my pastor around this country, anywhere he was going, at no salary. Just dedication. He said, what I'm teaching dedication, I know what I'm talking about. That's what brought me here. Amen. At no salary. I was not on the payroll of the ministry. Yet, I was a committed driver to my pastor. I drove him so committedly to the point that he sacked his own paid driver because of me. He sacked him. I was more dedicated than the paid driver. My pastor's car was always taken care of. Fuel in the car. Any challenge taken care of. Clean, neat all the time. He was driving a Mercedes Benz. And I took care of the Mercedes Benz as if it was my own Mercedes Benz. Amen. He that is faithful in another man's, God will give him it. So do you know what? When I was faithful with driving his Mercedes van and taking care of his car, when God was going to give me a car, bless me the car, somebody bought a Mercedes Benz in Lagos. Yeah, I was pastor in Lefe and sent it to me as a seed. Put your hands together for Jesus if you are here. That clap of you is not good enough. When you are faithful in another mass, God will give you your own. Many years ago, when we rented our church in Oregon, where they're having a branch here and there today, when we got there, we took care of the place. We invested so much money. Up to now, when you get there, you see we have invested so much money in the place. When we got there, we started working on the place. One of our members came to me. I said, why must we spend so much money on somebody's property? That's not our own very dearly, they out of concern. Why? He said, the money we are going to spend here, let's go and use to buy one plot of land that will be our own. And I look at her in 2004. You know, that's in 1999 or whatever it is. 2004, yes. I look at her and I said to her, when you are faithful in another man's, God will give you your own. She didn't understand it. Has, not God, has God not given us our own now? Put your hands together for Jesus. Clap your hands together, everyone. God gave us our own cheaply because we are fit in somebody's property. I didn't say that man. We probably did not belong to us. We invested in the place. It was not a warehouse. It was an abandoned building, abandoned structure. We asked where they were keeping all the bulldozer, all the machines they use in building could not have been away. We took that place and turned it around, built a house there. Built first class, not the kind of toilet you have here. First class toilet there. You get there, it's still there today. First class toilet. Change all the place. Build children's church there. Build rooms there. Turn the place around. And the man, that, look at it. We got it at two million. Well, time we invested in the place, the man came and said, We should start paying 10 million naira. To let you know, the value of the place jumped up from two million to 10 million naira. But I knew what I was doing. That when you are faithful in somebody else, some, there are many of you here today, you are working somewhere. You are not faithful there. You use the time of your company to do your own business. You resume the work, yes. But while you are there in this day of IT, while you are there, you are doing your job. You are selling, you are selling, you are selling, selling product online. Meanwhile, you are at work or you are selling products, selling clothes, selling houses, real estate. He that is faithful in another man's, God will give him his own. Grace to be faithful. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Number three is gratitude. You want to experience financial blessing? You want to experience wealth in your life? Carry a heart of gratitude. God does not bless ingrates. The reason why many of us are granted to the way you are where you are today is because you are ungrateful. There is nothing God does in your life that you are grateful about. You complain about everything. You complain about everything. Complain about your job. 
Complain about your body. Complain about your height. Complain about your husband. You complain. Anything you complain about, you will end up losing it. Anything you don't appreciate will depreciate in your life. Lift your hand and say, thank you, Father, for my job and business. Everybody thank him. Lift your hand and say, Father, thank you for my business. Thank you for my job. Say, thank you for the way you are blessing me. Say, thank you, Lord, for blessing me. Thank you, Lord, for the way you are blessing me. Well, in case you are not aware, God is blessing you. Put your hands together for him. Are you aware there are people you went to school together? Are you aware? Are you aware there are people doing the same job you are doing today who are struggling? Are you aware? Are you aware there are people we started out this year together? Some of you know them. They are no more. There are people today, they are living from hand to mouth. But thank God, God is faithful to you. Put your hands together again one more time for them. Anything you don't thank God for, you will lose it. If you want to enjoy the blessing of God for prosperity, you must learn how to be grateful for the time. I've been privileged by the grace of God to move around people who have substance. Great people. I've been privileged by the grace of God to move around them. And one thing I say about them is that they carry a, a, a heart of humility. It, that's why they are there. A heart of humility and a heart of gratitude. Do you know that it is poor people that are very proud? They are very proud. They are the ones that get angry when they come to church. Why can you tell me to sit down here? No! You tell me why more? They are the ones. Poor people are prouder, according to my English, than wealthy people. In case you are not aware, they are the ones that take offense most. Are you aware? I read something many years ago in One Piece that has helped me. Don't make small plans because small plans attract small people, and small people give problems. Make big plans. Big plans attract big people. Big people don't give problems. When you hear anybody gossiping in the church, they are small people. They don't have a job. You see, somebody that has gone to work for money till night, that will have time to gossip, he has no time. He has no time. He woke up early in the morning at 5 a.m. He has gone to work. All through the day, he's working. Is it that that will notice that pastor is wearing? He didn't even know the time wearing. But the person that has no job, when he comes to church, why is pastor dressed like this today? He normally wear white suit now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He's not wearing white suit today. Why? Ah. Uh -uh. Then why is Pastor always moving up and down? He has no job. He's talking to us about prosperity again. Eh? Prosperity. They want our money. He has no job. People who are prospering don't think like that. They don't think like that. Grace to prosper. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Carry a heart of gratitude. Be meek enough to celebrate God for every addition to your life. Be meek enough to celebrate God for every increase in your life. Every increase. No matter how small it is, give him thanks. You know why many of us have not changed levels? You have not celebrated God for the level you are. So you have no right to move to the next level. You complain about this level. God, why me? Why me? Okay, say, okay, so I say, why me? You remain there until you are able to answer the question, why? You answer the question. Somebody said, the reason the menu of this land is not changed for 40 years, they kept eating manna, manna, every day, twice every day. You know why? The word manna means, what is this? So, as soon as God rained that bread, heavenly bread, angels' bread into the camp, they saw it. They look at it and say, what is this? What is this? And God says to them, that is it. Since you have said, what is it? That's what you'll be eating for the next 40 years. Until you celebrate God, your level does not change. Stand on your feet, everybody, as sincerely from your heart. Thank God for your level today. Open your mouth, everybody, with a, with a, loud, with a loud voice. And thank God for your level. Thank God for bringing you to where you are. 
Thank God for his provision in your life. Thank God for the job you are doing. Thank God for it. Thank God. Stop complaining about your job. You complain about your job all the time. Many don't have that kind of job. They are praying for it. Thank God for that job. Thank God for your family. Thank God for your home. Thank God you have a house to return to every night. Ah! Give God thanks, everybody. Give God thanks. Give God thanks. Give God thanks. That you have a house to return to every night. I thought we would give God thanks with a loud voice. To show to God. To show to God that you are grateful indeed. I thought you will give God thanks with a loud voice. Louder, louder, everybody. Father, we give you thanks. I give you thanks for my own life. Thank you for your blessing upon this church. For the increase we are experiencing every week, every day. For the additions. Father, we give you praise. For the new people you are adding to us. Give him thanks. Some people cannot see new people coming. It's the one that is not coming that they are seeing. It's time for you to start seeing the new people God is bringing to us every day. We celebrate you for the daily addition, for the daily increase, for the daily supply, for the daily provision. Thank you for everyone here today that are here today. Look at it. Despite the rain, you are here. Father, thank you. Somebody lift your hands and give thanks. Give him thanks, everybody. Give him glory. We worship and we adore you. Blessed be your name, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Somebody shout a living amen. Now say with me, thank you, Jesus. Is that the best shout you can give? Thank you, Jesus. Put your hands together for him. Sit down. I got home three days ago. Why this is going off? Check this microphone. The first thing I heard that there was no light. I mean, it, we had three lines that entered the house. They say only one entered the house. And you know one thing? As soon as they told me, one line entered the house. That we because I saw some places dark in the house. They said this is supposed to be another line. That was here. The first thing that came out of my said, thank God that you have one line entering the house. Amen. That was my response. Thank God that you are one line entering us. What of you if there is none at all? When I go by the street, I see some people from my age mate who are sleeping under the bridge. Ah, I say, God, this could have been me. Oh. But you show me mercy. Look at me driving a big car. They are even driving me. Ah, Olua, Emino, Eminikon. Only me that you have favor like this. I have mercy on me. Baba, thank you. Somebody should thank him that God has favored you. That's how to see more. That you leave your place of work in the night. You have a house to go. You have a place to go in the night. That you can lay your bed. You can lay your head. You better tango for it. All bridges in Lagos. There are people that sleep under the bridge. That's where they sleep every night. In case you are not aware, every night. Yeah, yeah, you are complaining that it's no easy in my room. The fan is not working. Why? How can the fan not work? Didn't Nepal know that I, was, I sweat all the time? He told me not to have AC in my house. Nonsense. Thank God you have a house. That's why you're talking about AC. God will get angry and remove the house very soon if you are not careful. One secret to increase prosperity is a heart of gratitude. Jeremiah 30 verse 19. Out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. The voice of them that make merry. I will multiply them because they are thankful. They shall not be small. I will glorify them. They shall not be few because they are thankful. I will keep multiplying, multiplying, multiplying. When you see little, thank God for it. It will become much. Is somebody hearing me right now? I've seen that in this ministry. You know why God has not stopped blessing us? God keep increasing us in this church. Reason? Thanksgiving. God keep blessing us financially in this church. Reason? Thanksgiving. Ever thankful for the little that you may call little. I say, Father, thank you for this. When I say thank you, God say thank for thanking me for this. Take this. 
Psalm 66, 67, verse 5. Let them shout for joy. I mean, let the people praise you. Let the earth ye that increase, and God, even our God, shall bless us. Every time you celebrate him, he bless what is in your hand. And the blessing of the Lord is what makes you rich, and he added no sorrow with it. As you are aware, the covenant of is driven and powered by the law of giving and receiving. You can't prosper in God's way without being committed to giving and receiving. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. So give and it shall be given to you. You don't give, it will not be given. You give, it shall be given to you. Good measure, press down, shake it together. Run it over. Shall men give back to your bosom. For it out, it shall be made it back to you. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Chapter 11 of Proverbs 24 and 25. There is that scattered and yet increased. One who is always giving to every opportunity. And they keep increasing. There is that with hold them on and it's meat. It tend to provide. Let me tell you something. If you are not a giver, you will be living on your effort. But if you are a giver, you live on the blessing of God that brings return to your life. That's the difference. I live on God's blessing. Glory be to God. Not on my hard work. If I will, no matter I work hard, I can't be where I am today. Amen. It takes the blessing of God to make rich. The blessing of God, the blessing of the Lord to make rich. I sat down in my office here two weeks ago on Monday and it was a meeting. Somebody just came and prostrated inside this reception there and gave me a, a check of almost, going to almost one million naira. Just sitting down there. The blessing of the Lord. Somebody say the blessing of the Lord. I didn't hear you. There's a young man I don't even know. I don't know him very well. He lives outside Lagos. But he must send a seed to me every month. <laughs> Not a small money. Every month he must send a seed. The blessing of the Lord. You need to learn how to live on the returns on your givings. Not on your head, your effort. Your effort. And it is in giving that God blesses you. And then you just see things move to another level for you. Well, I see your story changing in the name of Jesus Christ. Quickly, what are the channels God has given to us to provoke the covenant of wealth? The release of the power of for wealth. One, we have said that Tithing. You are a committed tither. Tithe means every income that comes to your hand, 10% is given to the Lord. Paid to the Lord. Two, kingdom promotions. You are promoting his kingdom as the Lord blesses you and favor you. Number three, you are committed to sacrifices when you are led and when it's called for. Number four, you are committed to projects in the house of the Lord. Number five, you are committed to giving to your prophets prophet offering, prophet seed to secure the blessing, the grace they carry of prosperity. Number five, or number six, you are committed to giving to the poor. The poor. The Bible says the poor shall not cease in the land. You have them all around you. Where you live, they are there. In the church, when you come, they are there. You give to the poor. Reach out to somebody who, is, who you are better down. Reach out to somebody around you who needs help. If you don't learn to give to the poor, you may eventually become poor. <laughs> One major key that destroys your poverty in your life is learning to give to the poor. It's either your hand is on top or it's under. Your hand cannot be in the middle. It's either your hand is the one giving or your hand is the one is receiving. And I can tell you something. It's more shameful for you to be a beggar. The price you pay for being poor is higher than the price you pay for being rich. Many, many years ago, I have a lot of requests coming to me. Not the church, please. 
People send, oh, I need this. Oh, I need that. Oh, my brother, send this to me. Oh, send that to me. People even forget that you are a pastor nowadays. Pastor, and that's true. We are very wealthy. Praise the Lord. And uh, requests coming from there. This last week, alone from everywhere. And I said, why is this stopping me? And God said to me, which one do you prefer? Do you prefer to be the one begging for money? Or you prefer to be the one giving them when they are, I say, God, I want to be the one giving. I say, okay, God, don't complain again. The two channels we are looking at today is giving to parents. Giving to your parents. Your parents carry a blessing in their mouth. When they pronounce you blessed, you are blessed. Your parents may be very comfortable, but that is something you should not give to them. There are blessings you never access except through the proclamation of your father or your mother. Chapter 6 of Ephesians verses 1 and 2. He said, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Verse 2. Honor the Lord. Honor your father and your mother. Alright? Why? Because it is the first commandment with the promise. And then verse 3. So that it can be well with you. So that you can prosper. Your father, your mother carry a blessing of prosperity in their mouth. Honor them. How do you honor them? Give to them. Wherever they are, learn how to give to your parents all the time. Make your parents to pronounce blessing on you. It will be well with you. Let them be able to say all the time, Ah, God will bless you. God will bless you. God will bless you. Make your parents say that to you all the time. And the way to make you make them say that is by giving to them all the time. Is somebody hearing me right now? Learn how to give to your parents. No matter how little you have, open your hands to your parents. Oh, I was blessed by the testimony of one of one of us here. I spoke to her two weeks ago. Her father was over 80 years, almost 90 years. But they are not in good terms. And I said, Why? He said, We have never been close. I said, You have to be close now. Your father is very close to the grave. Amen. I said, before he died, get all the blessings you can get from him. Collect. Everything can collect. Go and collect from him. I said, see how you can watch, look for what your father like. Do it for him. Amen. And bring out a blessing from him that will say, my daughter, I bless you. And I'm glad I spoke to her yesterday and the testimony is this. He said, my father has prayed for me. I said, don't stop there. Connect all the time. Before he died, collect everything collectible by sowing to his life. If you have your father here, your mother here, you better learn to sow to them. Your struggle will cease. Even if they are herbalists, they are the head of a bone in your village, go and sow to them. When they bless you, you'll be blessed. They carry a father blessing. Somebody said they are not believers. They are idol worshippers. Oh, but idol worshippers gave back to you. Is somebody hearing me right now? Give to them. Let them bless you. And somebody said, my father is dead. My, my, daughter, my mother is dead. Take your spiritual parents and sow to them. And let them pronounce a blessing over your life. Chapter 20 of Proverbs 20. He that cursed father, cursed mother. His light will be put out of obscurity. He will lose his light. His light. Proverbs chapter 20. 20. Quickly because of time. Secondly, give continuously to every soul winning effort. Every soul winning effort. Evangelistic outreaches. Because soul winning is the heartbeat of God. When you give towards soul winning, you will reap. I shared a testimony here in our workers meeting yesterday. About one of our members here who started with us as a civil servant in this church was living in a room and parlor under as you are descending of Webby Link Road there in a room and parlor. I know her very well because I know all our members' houses. 
when we were smaller than the age. Because Green Associate decided to relocate to UK. She got to UK and started traveling from London to Dubai to buy gold to sell in Nigeria. Please try and work on this. First trip she did to the Dubai and returning to UK, they stopped her at the airport and deported her back to Lagos. Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> you are camping for deportation. They deported her. She couldn't enter into London to take anything from London. She arrived in Nigeria with 50 pounds. And without 50 pounds, she gave it to television ministry. Television ministry. You will get there on television. Without 50 pounds today, today the air conditioner in this church, all the air conditioner inside the ceiling, they came in almost eight trailers load. Eight trailers load. She gave us four personal trailers that belong to her from 50 pounds. Put your hands together for Jesus. Clap your hands if you are not angry with success. From 50 pounds, she owned four trailers. From 50 pounds, I dedicated a mansion for her, not very far away from this church, with other attached buildings in one day. From 50 pounds, I dedicated seven flats, block of flats for her in one day. That's about eight or nine houses. Last year, I dedicated another one for her. What about 240 million naira? Special house. Just from 50 pounds to soul winning. When you are committed to anything that wins souls to Christ, God will bless you. That's what Peter did. Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. He gave his boat to preaching the gospel. And that was a breakthrough. I want to encourage everybody in this church, therefore, to take advantage of all outreaches in this church. Crusade. Crusade. Soul winning. We are doing here. You can print tracts. You can even print tracts. You can print books we give to newcomers. You give to us a television ministry that is touching lives. You are touching the heart of God for your financial turnaround. You do this consistently. It will change your story. She has been showing to our TV ministry right now for over 20 years. I'm close to 20 years and it's her life. As, as I'm talking to you now, she's now in Canada. Her son is schooling abroad, well paid. Everything has turned around because of that. Somebody here today, the end of poverty has come in your life in Jesus' name. Stand on your feet, everybody. Lift your two hands and thank God for the word. Thank God for the word you have heard today. Thank God. Grace to walk in the fear of the Lord. Grace to be dedicated to God. Somebody receive that right now. Receive that grace. Grace to walk in the fear of the Lord. Grace to be dedicated to God. Receive it now. Receive Somebody talk to him right now. Lord, the grace I need to be dedicated to you, the grace I need to walk in the fear, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. One minute, lift your two hands and thank God one more time for your businesses, your jobs, your career. Thank God for his blessing upon your life. Open your mouth, everybody, and thank him. Open your everybody. Do that sincerely. Thank him. Thank him and thank him and thank him. Thank him for bringing you this far. Ah, God has done so much for you. Thank you. You are not where you used to be. Give him thanks for bringing you this far. Give him the glory. Give him the word. Blessed be your name. And blessed be your name. Thank you and thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Say it louder. Shout it. Shout it. Is that the best you can do? For the God that is blessing, is that the loudest you can do? The Bible says, someone return with a loud voice. Loud. So with a loud voice, everybody shout, Thank you, Jesus! Amen.